Okay, I need uh, 50 cc's of adrenaline stat. We've got uh, a 35-year-old male here. He has extreme uh, injury, forced contusion. Uh, he's got a subdermal hematoma. There's, uh, we're gonna need blood. We're gonna need, uh, okay, I, I, have, I have no idea what caused this kind of trauma. Uh, this is, this, the man is missing uh, three quarters of his stomach. His abdomen oh. wall is shattered. His knees are both blown out backwards. Uh, he's got, he's got one eye in, one eye out, no teeth left in his mouth. Uh, his left ear shredded, his right ear deaf. Uh, he's, uh, it looks, and, and one of his elbows has been fully dislocated and relocated to inside of his chest wall. Guys, do you have any idea what might have done this? Well, yeah, I, I could maybe help with that. I'm his, I'm his co-host. I brought him to the hospital. Uh, see, we have this program, Tool Time, and, well, we were taking a look at a dishwasher on the show, you know, kind of an appliance segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you and, say, you uh, telling me a dishwasher did this to this man? Well, again, let me finish. This, uh, my friend, co-worker, boss, uh, this gentleman here who's currently sedated, insisted that more power was needed. And okay, so... Okay, okay, he's flatlining. Hold on. Clear. Clear. All right, he's back. He's back. What were you saying, sir? He insisted on having more power. It's kind of a thing of his. He's always saying more power. Honestly, the audience encourages it, which I don't think is helpful. I've talked to the director about, like, hey, let's not, let's, like, have the warm-up guy tell the audience not to cheer when he says more power. You're, you're uh, telling me, you're telling me that a on. dishwasher, did, was he inside the dishwasher? What stripped the skin from his thighs? Yeah, he, like, put, he like hooked a, a Binford engine up to the... Uh, is it Binford, the tool company? I don't know if you're familiar with Binford, but yeah. Yeah, yeah really and I'm power. familiar. I'm familiar. Here, it's yeah. a, mil a military subcontractor. We get some of the guys down from the base. Uh, yeah. Well, why would you need a Binford engine hooked up to a to a dishwasher? Well, he's, look, this is the thing. He was like, hey, I'm going to hook this Binford engine to the dishwasher. And I said, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> but he wouldn't listen to me. He just did it, did it anyway. Okay, and you know what? Here we go. Him. We knew this we're day would come. Him. We're losing him. All right, I need everyone clear. God damn it. Don't die on my watch. Clear. Son of a bitch. Come on, man. You're going to need more power than that. <laughs> <laughs> we talk fighting sticks, Pokemon Legends, and legendary Super Nintendo platformer home improvement power tool pursuit this week on Get Played. your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played!
Afraid. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. I'm Nick Weiger, along with a third piece of our Triforce, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Not worthy. Welcome back. Yeah, no, what do we, we, an eventful, you know, we were, we banked a couple of episodes as I talked about, and then like everything happened. Every bit of news happened. Yeah. While we were kind of shut down for a bit. We don't need to rehash all of it. The latest one as of this recording. Breaking news. OJ is at it again. <laughs> that was big. That was a big one. Uh, yeah, we were all shocked by that. Not really gaming related, but big news nonetheless. And the I think the latest is is Sony acquiring Bungie. You know, with uh, yes, studio behind orig- originally behind Halo. No, no longer behind Halo, and and mostly uh, most recently behind Destiny. I don't know. I guess it's just we're just things are everything's merging. Everything's consolidating. Yeah. All these corporations are going to hit the corporate singularity. They'll they'll be one company putting out everything, every piece of media. I like that's what our future. You said, uh that it's going to be akin to the the streaming service model where certain right. properties are on this streaming service only. If you want to watch that, you have to subscribe to this. It might be a similar thing. I didn't have that much to say about uh the ex the uh the Microsoft uh acquisition now, now I can't even remember what it was oh it was Activision Blizzard Activision um because I haven't I have honestly not played a lot of like Blizzard games so it's, it's not like something I I was you know thinking about uh and I saw a lot of people calling this a reaction but I was like there's no way they got this together in two weeks yeah that's not how a deal works no, yeah. no that's no. not no, how this a deal is like, works they've been talking about this for like a minimum a year probably yeah you know what you know what. My reaction to the Activision acquisition, Activision acquisition was, I'll tell yeah. you, who gives a shit? Oh, wow. hot take, hot take. Oh, shit. <laughs> maybe it's the Fuck. way to go. You know, the, the, the other thing is, maybe I don't have to see so many Activision pop-up ads on my PlayStation uh, dashboard, huh? How's yeah. that for a hot take? Good. <laughs> I don't my want that shit on there. My socks. I think flew this will still happen. No, that's just not that. I I hope I hope Sony buys from software Kojima Productions. I hope they go all in on good games and let Xbox mm. have all the shit. That's right. Well, I said it. I said oh, it. Oh shit! This Let's segment's not... been called. She said it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, she she said it. <laughs> let's take it easy on Activision Blizzard. <laughs> yes, let's be nice to them. Well, you still you They've still a company a boy, Nick? You still you still a company boy? No, I think they they do have some games that are yeah they you know that we hope are end up the the franchises end yeah. up continuing to be good. Hang I on think a that's second. the you know Nick's wearing sure. a Nick's wearing a, a new coat I'd see and it looks like to uh, it appears to be lined with twenty dollar bills. You're a bit you're, that's they, right. I'm bought and sold. How do you think the <laughs> podcast world works, baby? I mean, if that was how the podcast world works i would have been the first one to get bought and sold you can get us i think it's a, a i don't know if the readers the readers the listeners would know this but um it's an ongoing response of mine on our advertising sales that if 
uh, if Trump himself wanted to advertise on the show, I would read the copy. There is no there. And for not not for a ton of money either for whatever, like the lowest offer was. (laughs) Heather, would you throw me a bone? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just an act of charity. (laughs) Look, the world, the world's bad. Everything's good. Everything's merging. And that's where we are. But, you know, I hope I hope Diablo four is still good. That's all I'm saying. I hope Diablo four is good. Um, uh, I hope there are I hope there's enough money to make a a Tony Hawk game every uh, year. I'm alive for the rest of my life. And after Tony Hawk has passed um, where it's like a just rotting corpse. (laughs) of him in the game as 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 every year goes on uh um, i didn't even think about that that's going to be a huge you think about certain people dying certain figures who have been just famous for as yeah. long as you can remember tony hawk passing away will really be an indication of all of our looming mortality yeah no absolutely it's not like like because john madden was an old man Anyway, like it was an old old man forever. Yeah, (laughs) he's been old for a very long time. I watched footage of him like when he was a coach and I'm like, he was old then. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's it was like the 1920s Paris game or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like old guys back then hit different. Like you were if you were like 50 years old, you were like 100 years old, like in like the 90s. It just like or in the late 80s even too. Like it's just how it was. Like the Golden Girls were 50 and they were like blue haired, like old ladies. Is it true? They were 50? They were like 50 years old, like when they were <laughs> on, like on the show. Oh yeah. I think Rue McClanahan was in her 50s. I think some of the actors were in their 60s. But yeah, they were they were definitely younger than what people consider like someone who's in their golden years these days. Yes. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like. If you're not all be years driving old, Ubers. You have Instagram. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no one's retiring anymore. No way. You can't. talking about. Uh, anyway, <laughs> world's bad. But you know what's good? Video games. Let's talk video about some video games, games we're playing great. now. We love them. They're we really love good. them. Wait, what's the segment s- called? Oh, video games are good. No. Oh, that's the segment now? No. I thought it was no. called something else. Yes, it's called. Uh, it's called. We're going to talk about some video games we're playing right now in our segment. What are you playing? What are you playing? <laughs> I gotta say, Heather, it sounds it, you had a week. You had like a week off. Yeah, it sounds like it still hurts. It sounds yep. like it still hurts. Oh yeah, not it's not a good it's not a good feeling. It's not a the good feeling. Ca- it's like it's like you accidentally you you were like making fresh oatmeal, so you po- poured the powder directly in your throat and grabbed the only thing that you could, which was boiling water to chase it. Jesus Christ. That's what it feels like. Kind of save time somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who, wants to, um, who wants to go first? Yeah, Nick. What are you playing? <laughs> Thanks so much for asking. Uh, by the way, the Trump campaign emailed, they do want you to record a promo, but they want you to do it in that voice. So Donald Trump! <laughs> 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 I'm going to talk again about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which I know I've I talked about last time, but I've spent some more time with it. And man, is it pretty. Just such a beautiful, gorgeous game. Great art direction, great animation, just just like aesthetically just so pleasing. There's a sequence in this game that's basically a QTE, although it doesn't really have those at least as far as I've progressed. I'm in the back half of the game, percentage-wise, so I can't imagine there's there's any looming. But it's, it's a rail-grinding sequence with a 
uh, a skyscraper sized robot uh, that is that the rails are kind of built around and he's achieved achieved sentience. Matt is Matt is nodding along. I think he's maybe gotten to this point, but it's uh, it's so fucking spectacular and it just such a, does such a great job of of scale and scope and also just like. It, 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 it's so well scripted that it feels like organic. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like all this is, is everything, every element of like all these rail jumps obviously mm-hmm. have to be done in this, in this set sequence. And, and, you know, this, this bit of railing is going to fall at this certain point when you get over this environmental trigger, you know, it's it, all, all this stuff is obviously scripted, but it's done. It's so well polished that it feels like you're just like, you know, it's like a playable movie scene, except you have full control the whole time. You're not just watching an animatic. And then at a certain point you're hitting, uh, you're hitting circle at the right time and then mashing square. It's like you're you're, you're in full control of your characters. You're rail, rail grinding. It's just such a cool sequence. I will say I had one thing because I was playing so much Vampire Survivors. God, I'm fucking pissed off about that game. It's really good, but it completely disrupted my plan to just like blaze through my 2021 backlog at the start of the year. Uh-huh. Like I was like, it's great. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna knock out you know. Uh, I, I'm going to play Wretched and Clank. Then I'm going to play Guardians of the Galaxy. Then I'm going to finally finish uh, Demon's Souls before Elden Ring comes out. All that's out the fucking window. I'll hopefully get through Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart <laughs> in between Vampire Survivor sessions. But it's such a thing of just like, why do I feel guilty about a a, a, a enjoying the thing uh, like a hobby that's that's like my favorite thing to do like why do why am i like oh this this video game time is not productive instead i'm playing this thing that, that doesn't have a campaign that doesn't have any sort of set ending it's just a game for game's sake and it's getting in the way of my progress mm-hmm. in terms of you know making a dent in my backlog i don't know it's a, it's a it's an annoying feeling i feel like that's internalized capitalism nick I feel mm. like you have uh, taken the idea of pleasure as yes. a time waster and instead you are assigning value through accomplishment. So the only way that you can feel good about gaming is to accomplish the completion of Ratchet and Clank, whereas really you should be having a good time with Vampire Savior or whatever the mm. fuck it's called. Survivors. Survivors. I messed around with it a little bit because there's a like a it, it runs in a browser on itch.io. Uh, uh, oh, wow. I don't know if it's the full game, but it was I was like playing with it a little bit. And I I mean, I didn't get super far, but I, I, I was really, really enjoying it. Um, and I can't wait. I can't wait for the full thing to be uh, released because it's just it's it, but that's the testament. That's a testament to good game design. It's so simple. Yes. It's making you stop playing these other like triple a games this game costs three dollars yeah yeah it's 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 a it's just it's just a, a really great design but i don't want to talk about that i've i've, I've no, talked about that enough. i'm talk, just i'm just gonna say about it i'm not even talking about we're not even talking about it now this yeah, game that's still fun yeah. in a browser tab uh the here, here's the thing that i had i took some time away from ratchet and clank and then i got to a point when i resumed it when i when i got all the the achievements of vampire survivors and i'm like just gonna put this aside until retail until its final release and I'd like forgotten some of the, you know, like, like here's the thing about getting old mm-hmm. is that you can learn something, but then it goes out of your brain if you aren't like can repeatedly hammering it home. Mm. So like mm. I'd forgotten that there was an air dash in the game that if you jump and then hit circle, you mm-hmm. can dash forward. You can also do this on the ground to evade enemies. Yeah. And so I was having trouble with some jumps that weren't all that hard. And I was like, fuck, man, what is going on here? My you skills are really atrophying. 
And there's like, oh, wait, yeah, I can fucking I have another move that I was taught that I just forgot about because my brain is decaying. That's sort of what's happened with me with Deathloop. I have to like wow. probably start that game over, honestly. Yeah. And I'm on the last bit of it because I like don't remember how to play it like at all. Uh, friend of the show, past guest Kirk Hamilton of the Triple Click Podcast mm-hmm. said something that I was like, oh, that's a really good idea for getting back into a game that you've taken some time away from without having to start from square one, which is like, just replay the first hour or so. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just replay idea. that first little chunk, and then you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to relearn some of these mechanics and and be retrained in terms of what the the, the game, you know, it thinks is important control-wise, and I'll probably reorient myself and I'll remember more than I than I you know, remember what I've forgotten. I do want to say one thing about Ratchet and Clank before we move on uh, beyond, you know, like the gorgeous aesthetic and the, and the soundtrack and the weapons are super fun and, and super balanced. Um, we're pretty, pretty well balanced. Some of them are just like so, so much fun to use. You don't want to stop using them. Uh, particularly, I'm thinking there's this sprinkler that turns uh, your enemies into like living topiary, which mm-hmm. is just like it's it's just like great. And it looks cool and it's it's super functional. But the armor system. So we've run into this a lot with games like Breath of the Wild is a big example, but also you, you know, it happens with a lot of uh, of games where you acquire armor, you acquire equipment that improves your character's stats in certain ways, but also has an aesthetic change to how your character looks in a, in a third person perspective. So, you know, uh, Cyberpunk was a big example, like you'd get like really good equipment and you'll be like, wait, this is I don't want to wear this shimmering kilt. Yeah, because this doesn't look as cool as these denim shorts that I got, but it has better stats. So I guess I have to, you know, and uh, and and, uh, you know, Ghost of Tsushima was another one. So the way that it works in Ratchet and Clank, I don't know if this is the only game Rift Apart is the only one that's done this. Maybe it's not the only the only Ratchet and Clank that did it, uh, but it's it's a really novel way of handling this. You get the bonus if you get like a new pair of boots, you get the bonus from those boots just passively. And then you can choose whichever boots you want to wear. Oh, nice. So like you'll so like it it it, it kind of solves that problem. Again, like the logic of it doesn't really track. If you actually break down, like, wait, why does owning these boots give me that this bonus? But then again, mm-hmm. the logic of all this shit breaks down. If you're like, wait, why if I change my hat, can I climb more effectively? Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense either. So I I think it's a it's a pretty good solve for a fairly elegant solve for a, a a real cumbersome problem. I feel like in a lot of game design or, or in a lot of games, rather design wise, when you are just acquiring armor that both changes your stats and your aesthetic. I uh, I like finding the armor bits too. It's always really satisfying. Mm-hmm. There's like a fun little like uh like animation for when you find something uh in the game. It's 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 super fun. I, I had to I I put it down uh recently because uh. I guess I'll just go. Um, yeah, Matt, what are you playing? What are you playing? I, I put it down because as, as, as you mentioned, Nick, I was away. Uh, and I mm-hmm. will say that I so far have made good on my New Year's resolution. I, did, I didn't even take games with me on my vacation. Wow. I, like, enjoy, I enjoyed my vacation. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the things. Uh, look, I'm not going to blow up my spot. I'm not going to get anybody in my pockets say what I was up to. Uh, but uh, let's just say hmm. I had a real good time. I mean, Papadaka we'll like was that. having sex with porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to blow up my spot or anything, but let's just say that it was a real relaxing vacation. Um, a private island may have been involved. <laughs> yeah, an airplane, perhaps. He was negotiating the 
siege of Ukraine on behalf of Russia. <laughs> yeah, so in many ways, it was a lot like work. Yeah, it wasn't really, you know, lucky if I had some time off. No, but I didn't take games with me, and you know what? I didn't miss them because I was just enjoying life. I guess if you if you don't have games, you're supposed to do that. Um, and I boy, guess. there's there's good stuff out there. But I did, uh, I picked up a new game. Literally, as soon as I got back, it was like the first thing I did, like uh, like the day after I... Uh, at the duty-free shop at the airport? Yeah, that's right. Well, you know what? I, that's got so funny that you even say that. They were, I PS5 saw... game. <laughs> I saw that they had, um, they you know, those like little arcade, like those mini like arcade Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They were selling a Pac-Man one, and I was like, should I get this? <laughs> like, that's funny. Like, that is... Wh- the, a duty-free shop is where I got my Super NES mini. Really? Wow. Because they were sold out everywhere and I was happened to be traveling and I was like, oh shit, they have one in the duty free shop. Wow. That's pretty good. That's pretty good times. Um wow. But But Matt, what Yeah. What? What? Uh uh-huh. <laughs> you Okay. Player? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I playing? Um I'm playing Pokemon Legends Arceus. Hell wow. yeah! And I uh, since since uh, our last episodes, I finished the main campaign for Pokemon uh, Shining Pearl. Uh, there's still a bunch of things like side things to do, post game things to do that honestly might not ever do. But I was happy to get through the story. But now that I'm in Pokemon Legends, um, all games don't matter to me anymore. <laughs> None of the other games, I don't give a shit about any of them. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Stank, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. Uh, wow. It's not Undeserved. like it's better. I don't think it's better than Ratchet and Clank. Uh, <laughs> like, it's, it's like from a game design uh, standpoint. But as a Pokemon game, this game is everything I've ever wanted from a game. It's like, it's a completely new direction for the game. You're still obviously like collecting, uh, you know, catching Pokemon and stuff. There are trainer battles, but you're not just going from town to town, mm-hmm. going gym to gym. To become the Pokemon champion in the league, it's more than that. You're you're putting together like the first Pokedex, basically, and um, there's like a reason for why it's set in a feudal time. Uh, like there's a story reason for it, um, and it's 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 fascinating. And it, they it's so interesting to see that um, how influential a game like Breath of the Wild is now. And it's not that old of a game, um, but there's like things in this game that are, I feel, I mean, directly just cribbed from Breath of the Wild. The inventory system sure. for one, um, there's crafting in it. There's been crafting before, but there's like, it's more like specific type of crafting you have to do um, in this game. There's like, you know, that item pickup sound in Breath of the Wild. That's like you pick up like Na-na-na-na. a rock. No, no, that's like for like a big one. But like if you picked up like something you already have, it's like it's like a chirp almost like a. Oh, okay, yes. Like when you pick yeah, up like a twig or something. <laughs> Not the noise of him doing it, but like this sort of like your inventory accounting for the item that you've picked up. Like, right. <laughs> that I feel like that same sound is in this. It's like the exact same sound. Um uh, and I'm not saying that Breath of the Wild is influential for sounds only. Like it looks sort of similar to Breath of the Wild. Uh, the scope of it. Yeah, is I'm looking. A at, I haven't, I haven't messed around with it. I'm looking at screenshots now. It kind of has that sort of lush, 
Uh, I mean, it it doesn't seem nearly as detailed as Breath of the Wild. No, but it has and a sort of lush open world feel to it. That is uh, one of the chief complaints uh, of the mm-hmm. game, not from me necessarily, but like from people online, is that it, like it, like it looks like shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> that it doesn't doesn't look very good. It's also like it seems very empty a lot of the time. Um, you know. I'm not expecting a lot in the graphics department from a Pokemon game, but maybe we should be at this point, right? Because they've mm-hmm. been making games for 20 years. Um, and not just making games. They've been making bank. It's not like yes. they don't have the resources. That's true. That's a good yes. point. Yeah. And it's also like, I mean, they, they put out like, like this game should look pretty good on the Switch. Yeah. Like the Switch is not like, the, you know, a top performer graphically necessarily, but like there are games that look stunning on that thing. Um, and it, it, so it falls short in that way. Um, the aforementioned inventory system, I think is bad. Um, like it's, it, it gets too cluttered, uh, fast. Um, but everything else about it, I'm just, ha- I'm having a blast with it. It's so fun. Cause like, you don't have to engage in a battle with a Pokemon if you don't want to, if you just want to catch it, you can just throw a ball directly at it and keep moving. And it, it, it rules. It's and it's not always an instant catch. You can get it sometimes, uh, but then sometimes it'll be like, "Hey, don't try to catch me," and then try to fight you. Um, it's it's is I the love appeal it. is the appeal for you as much like this is this is such a you know part of Pokemon lore. This is informing the larger Pokemon world. This is like fun in the way that Pokemon games are fun. Mm-hmm. And like how much of it has to do with your own you being a Pokemon vet and you being like like oh yeah this is this is what I want in a Pokemon. And how much do you think is just like like oh they're 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 really trying some things with this uh, that, that that might appeal to someone who's maybe not as entrenched with a franchise already. I think it's more that than the other thing, mm. honestly, because like I could give a shit about the story. I just like seeing my guys. Mm. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like I don't care. Sure. The, the, I mean, the stories are not ever like that interesting to me. Like, uh, I mean, I liked the anime and stuff when I was a kid, but um, I, I, I wasn't like playing the games and being like, holy shit. This one's crazy. Like it's always like some kid is doing something he shouldn't have gotten his nose in, but he's a hero. Um, sure, you, you know, get this kid, get this kid out of here. He's ten. He just left home. Nobody cares about him. Where nobody knows where he is. Um, but I, I, I mean, this. But but I will say, I think the story in this one is pretty is pretty interesting. Is pretty good. Um, because like I said, there is like a there's a. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything of the game for listeners that might, because it is brand new. It's like less than mm. a week old. Um, but like the reason that it's set in this time is makes the game interesting. And I'm looking forward to finding out more about these circumstances. Um, yeah. But it, it is, um, it's very, very cool. Uh, and I, I, I don't know. I just like, I just, I'm, there are side quests in this thing that are like you know given to you by npcs which is kind of different for a pokemon game also and i'm mm-hmm. sort of like i think i'm going to try to 100% this thing i think i'm wow. going to i think wow. i'm going to go for it because um like i said i can't stop i just can't stop playing it there's been like a, i've you know it's only been a couple of days i guess but i've been playing it and i'll realize that a few hours have gone by and i haven't done the main thing i was supposed to do i've just been doing like side stuff or just sure. like chasing pokemon or seeing like a new one 
that I hadn't seen yet and being like, wow. And it rewards you for catching multiples. So I've probably caught like, like uh, uh, maybe a hundred or so Pokemon and it's all duplicates. It's always just like, oh, yeah. just, uh, there's another one. I'll catch another one just to see what the stats are on this and like uh, fill out because you get more information for the Pokedex the more you catch and the more you battle and things like that. Um, and it's, and I like increasing my rank. You get stars for increasing your rank. I'm rank three right now um, out of 10. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I was playing it a little bit right before we started uh, mm-hmm. and then saw that uh, we had to start recording and honestly was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you mentioned Breath of the Wild, not that old, and and yeah. yes, obviously deeply influential, but I mean, it, it kind of is that old. It came out in 2017. We're in 2022. Five fucking years. Mm, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's been, it's the the the, the march of time yeah. has really gotten out of hand. If Nintendo wanted to announce a new console, like this is like a year they would do it because it's been uh, sort of right. a, enough time. They've done, they've done enough with the Switch. Um, I yeah. hope but they, they probably just won't. release switches. I hope from this point forward, yes. like I don't want That's another it. form factor. I don't need like a Wiimote or a fucking bill. I, I hope it's a switch with a thing that allows you to slot in gimmicks and that's it. Sure. Like, yes. So you could have like a steering wheel switch or a fucking fishing pole switch or like put you, you, like kind of like the 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 potential of the Joy Cons, but really really executed on. Yes, I and I'm then with the you. rest of the games just like regular games. Yeah, make it 4K. You know, yeah. let 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 us uh, get us a VR peripheral and fucking yeah, just just keep it going. The thing is, being Nintendo, they're gonna find a way to make it so that you have to rebuy everything you've already bought. Because that's what, what happens with each fucking generation. Let them, let them do it. You get if, a new version of the shop. If that's what Nintendo needs so that they don't need to acquire, like, I don't know, fuck, like Game Freak. Did they acquire Game Freak? I feel I like they're the they only people it. that work with Game Freak, I think. Yeah. I think I assumed it was a wholly owned subsidiary, but I've never looked <laughs> it into it. It would be pretty wild if they didn't. And <laughs> Game Freak just like final fantasy seven style announced that the next Pokemon game was going to be on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be for it. I was like, let's get, let's see what somebody else can do with this thing. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's the case. They're published by Nintendo, but yeah, I can't really parse the ownership of the company from the, their Wikipedia page at least, but, hmm. uh, Oh, also, I do want to mention about Ratchet and Clank that uh, Rivet is very attractive. Uh, all right, Heather, uh, you had to. What you, you had playing? to. Yeah, I had it in my notes. I didn't get to yeah, it. He, he had it in his notes. I oh, which uh, is also just a like a half crumpled piece of paper that he's like pawing <laughs> on his desk, and it has yes. one note, and it says Rivet is sexy. Yeah, over and over again, like The Shining. <laughs> Some crude fan art. <laughs> I, and I was going to say, in Ratchet and Clank, I really like the Clank side missions. Those puzzles are really, really fun. Where those you are, have to, yeah, those are very um, fun. Puzzles fucking suck. Very fun. No, they're the, fun. These ones, Heather, you, would, you would hate them. No, you'd hate them. You'd, you'd hate these because. You absolutely hate them so much. I played it. Yeah. I think that might be why I stopped. I was like, <laughs> no. And I like how Clank's yeah, always they're not like, challenging. Oh, but yeah, they're, they're not. 
No, that's why I like them. They're the easiest yeah. things in the world. They make it look. They look like for one second like this is going to be hard, and then you like spend one minute doing it, and you're like, oh, it was just that. Uh, yeah. And Clank's always like, oh no. <laughs> uh, all right, Heather, what are you playing? What, what are you am playing? I playing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, I so for the first time in my in my like memory, I have taken time off of work in between jobs. Oh, so I asked wow. for I asked because I work for producer the same producers on two different shows. Mm-hmm. And I asked those producers, hey, I know that the room isn't over yet, but I for my own mental health, I really need two weeks off in between jobs because mm-hmm. I've been kind of going nonstop since the beginning of pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, so they granted me this request. And so I've been really getting to like relax and play some video games. And the games I'm playing are... Final Fantasy VII First Soldier, which just <laughs> announced its second season. Uh, right. I am now ranked soldier first class. There's only one more ranking to get yeah. in this season, which was, was soldier zero class or something like that. Um, They're going to make you a general in real life, I think. I, I hope so. <laughs> get your ass to Ukraine. You got work to do. But, yeah, part of my treaty. <laughs> the big, <laughs> the big, the big, uh, the big news for me is that my Victrix Fight Stick Pro FS arrived, and I started playing Street Fighter Five, and I've realized. So when I booted it up, I was like, "Oh shit! I have like stats and like mm-hmm. a title and like my name. All of it's saved like on their servers." So when I came back to life after years of not playing Street Fighter V, all my shit was there. Nice. Uh, I realized part of what made me stop playing wasn't just that the character I was maining at the end of Ultra Street Fighter IV, which was Oni, was was taken out of the game. Akuma also didn't launch with Street Fighter V. Mm -hmm. And Akuma's been my main since Street Fighter Alpha 2 or some shit. Uh, So I had like... 700 or 800 matches of of uh of data as Ryu and no other characters I had played and then had given up. But mm-hmm. I'm playing as Akuma and I have made my way back up to the ranking of Ultra Bronze. Wow. Which is just not I mean it's it's hard to rem- and also everybody else who's playing it has years and years and years right. of playing now. But you still rose to the ranks to get a an actual ranking. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's so much better than it was. I still feel like it's a little clumsy in some way mm. that I cannot identify. There's like input lag or 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 something. It just doesn't feel I I I wish I could with science be able to take the frame data and responsiveness of ultra street fighter four versus uh street fighter five and figure out what it was that felt different but it feels different and it feels weird to me Mm. but i've still been like street fighter is one of those games where you, you you play and you're like all i need to do is play until i win and then you win and you're like ah that was a good win i i feel like i want to play again it's like 
Yeah. Nick's favorite habit of s- cigarette smoking. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good it cigarette. Is, I'll have 10 it, more cigarettes. It is so addictive. <laughs> and both of these games are just, they're exclusively combat. So I've been relaxing with Disco Elysium for our upcoming podcast. Yeah. I'm oh, playing yeah. that on the Switch and that motherfucker crashes all the fucking time, mm-hmm. which. Heard it's a rough port. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the show, but there are a few things more demoralizing than like getting through a story segment on a game and then it's just wiped. Like, I mean, even Cyberpunk wouldn't, like it was auto-saving so constantly that when you'd boot up after you fell through the wall or something, you weren't that far back from where you were. Yeah, The auto-saving on Disco Elysium is like, once every hour and a half or some shit like mm-hmm. it is it is thin it, it, yeah it would be nice if they had a quality of life well we'll talk about that when we get to it but but if they had a quality some a quality of life update that just sort of yeah had more frequent auto saves because i definitely yeah. had a stretch where i just kind of got i i stopped quick saving because i just was getting lazy and then a, 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 like you know from this experience it was like oh yeah i gotta i have to do this uh, constantly because I lost about an hour of progress when I had a, a similar sort of thing. I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, that's a bummer. Uh, I, I will say this about cyberpunk. Uh, I had a friend who was playing it at launch and reached a point where they had a progression break in their save and there was no way there was no recovery. They just were like completely <laughs> locked out of like 20 hours of gameplay and were just like, fuck this abandoned it. So yeah, pretty bad. They still, they still haven't brought out the PS5 version of that game. Isn't that fucking crazy? That it game is, is like ancient history now, and they still haven't brought out the promised launch of a PlayStation 5 version. I bought the PS5 version when it came out. Like, I have the free upgrade or whatever, and I still haven't received my copy of the game after having Holy platinumed wild. it. Um, The other thing do, I'm do you- doing... What? What? I, I just Nick? had a question about your fighter stick, real quick. Can, can you Hell talk? Yeah. About, can, you, can you tell us about that stick? Because it, it, why, as a fighting game aficionado, why did you pick this one? And it, and I I believe you customized the gate as well. Yes. Well, let me tell you, the Victrix Pro FS arcade fight stick is designed from the ground up to deliver the fastest legal response time on console. Authentic and reliable <laughs> Sanwa Denji parts complement their custom electronics to deliver the smoothest performance. It's enclosed in a single-piece aircraft-grade aluminum extrusion. The Pro FS is crafted with comfort and ergonomics in mind. That's not an ad, but you asked, and so I just pulled up... Because it was already on my screen. Here's why. Her, here's her why eyes I rolled back in her head like a mentat. Yeah, <laughs> that was not an ad, but you will hear an ad for uh, for Donald Trump uh, coming up in the in the next ad. <laughs> Donald Trump, <laughs> the president, <laughs> innocent man. January didn't happen. <laughs> Everyone just starts um, pretending it's a month that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the reason I chose it was I, re- I read a ton of reviews and everyone was like, look, if you if you want to be serious about this, get this one. If you want to be, you know, not if you want to be secondarily serious, then you can get the one for, for that Hori makes or uh, there are a couple other brands. Um, part of the reason I got this one was that it's also PC compatible. So mm. uh, I've heard a lot about the net code for 
It's like fight code or some shit where it's like really, really good online code for fighting games. So I thought I might try that out. Um, I did swap out the gate, which for those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, on on these new high-end fight sticks and joysticks, you can open them up and put in custom parts based on the arcade cabinets that you would like to emulate. And it comes with a square gate, a square hole in uh, where the joystick sits. So you can press up, but you're pressing up against like a flat wall. You can press uh, to the corner and you're pressing up against the corner of a square. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and the uh, and the arcade cabinets of my youth had octagonal gates. So I got an octagonal part for like six bucks on Amazon and swapped that shit in. And I also got a bat because the um, the stick comes with a uh, a ball type uh, head on the on the on the joystick itself. And I grew up with baseball bat shaped uh, fight sticks. But I can't figure. I'm this is the dumbest thing. I've watched tons of YouTube videos. I've 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 like stared at the fucking thing. I've used a wrench on it. I cannot figure out how to get the dumb ball off of my fight stick. Mm. Like there's two of them. There's two, like it came with like two joysticks. Both have, so I know it fucking comes off, but like the, the only YouTube videos I can find show an entirely different impossible process. Like where they're like, open it up and put a screwdriver on the underside and I open it up and there's nowhere to put a screwdriver. Like it's got a totally different interior fitting. So I don't know how to do it. If you're out there and you're listening to this (laughs) podcast, shout at the radio. And if you shout loud enough, (laughs) I'll be able to hear you and I'll be able to fix my own problem. The the thing that, I understand to be happening right now with this, though, just somebody who knows you and knows that you uh, take on projects like this is that this is driving you absolutely insane. (laughs) I'm going to hold up up for the camera right now Uh the Apple One that I'm currently building. Yes. Uh, And it's from a, a company called Smarty Kit. This is another one of my pleasurable vacation activities is I'm trying to build an old computer from basically from scratch. That's working out great. That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm part by part assembling an old computer. Fucking can't get a baseball bat knob to go on my other knob. <laughs> Man. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. That's what I've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were going to say something else about after Disco Elysium uh, when I we went on a tangent about your. your I was I was curious about your stick, but I think you had something else you were going to talk about. Oh yeah, my joke down. was going to be that I also played Wordle yesterday and today. Oh, uh, hey, there you go. I've been playing Wordle a, as well. Uh, my first, my first four four a into Wordle, and it's just that's just a puzzle game. You guys, you guys, fucking you, you got me. You tricked me. It's just a regular ass puzzle game. Are you wait? But you're you're engaged. You're gonna keep playing it, or you're just like ah, you fucking made me play this. I'll never play this shit again. It's a puzzle. She's played it twice. Um, well, you know my fiance plays it. And, you That's know. the thing. There you it's go. It's kind of a fun coffee 
thing to do, talk about, Show like, oh, did you get, oh, yeah. how many did you uh, get it in, you know? Wow, two? You got it in two? Wow, yeah. okay. it took me four. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. You're so much smarter. Yeah, get I, it on. I, I, oh, whoa. You, you're not talking to Mary, are you? In that, conver- in that conversation? I was talking to Ribbit. Oh, that's it. A- <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's, I, I feel like that's a, a better coffee conversation than our normal me coming in and being like did you hear how many people died yesterday and she's like stop it that was another gaming acquisition this week uh wordle bought by the failing new york times yeah boy i don't i don't know i mean like i i don't i at some at a certain point i had a new york times subscription i don't have it anymore but i i don't know how that shit works because i think it's I don't know if there's a separate subscription for their games or their games have their own app or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I imagine it would go behind their app paywall, which is good and bad because right now it's just on the mobile browser. It'd be nice if there was an app, but also people don't want to have to pay for this fucking thing. No, I certainly don't. Keep it free. Give me an app and, you know, you can print all the lies you want then, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I'll allow it. Uh, well, hey, that's what we were playing, but now it's time to take a look to the past at a legendarily baffling video game in our segment, Game Slop. It's Game Slop! I don't know, maybe, maybe this is the first time we've done it, so maybe... Game Slop! No, that, that's... That, Pretty good. You're, that, you're trapped. You it's gotta something. do that every time? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. Devin, it's, you heard it. Isolate it and just play it. <laughs> so the game we're talking about this week is Home Improvement Power Tool Pursuit for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> oh, no. Did either of you watch Home Improvement as kids? What if I said no and did that? <laughs> I mean, you still might know the reference. <laughs> I, I loved Home Improvement. Um, yeah. But I think I was the age where, for some reason, Tim Allen was being shoved down like our our like, our like throats as children because he was in the Santa Claus. He was Buzz Lightyear. And he had this sitcom. Huge he was like star. the biggest star in the world when I was like seven or eight years old. Um, Enormous star. I, 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 I talked about this in another context uh, but there was a year where he had the number one TV show, Home mm-hmm. Improvement, uh, the number one movie, The Santa Claus, and then the number one book. Wow. Like his like his book of like his, you know, transcription of his stand up uh-huh. uh, called like like No Thank You, Ma'am or whatever yeah. the fuck it was called Probably was really like funny. the num- was like the best selling book of the year. He was he, just in every star. And I would watch yeah. I would watch anything that he was in. I would just watch I would I saw Jungle to Jungle. I saw I mean I think Galaxy Quest is a great movie. It's probably one of my great favorite movie. movies, honestly. Great Toy movie. Story's great. He's great in Toy Story. He's, He's awesome good in Galaxy in Toy Quest. Story. I, I understand him to be um somewhat repugnant. Um but um his his stuff rocks. What are you gonna what are you, He's good. Yeah. My uh my family, uh and this will track you know, being that my father is a Trump supporter, my mm-hmm. father and mom were huge, huge fans of Tim Allen when sure. I was growing up. And they they 
watched his stand-up special multiple times. Yeah. So that they still quote the stand-up special oh, in no. the year 2022. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's great. And uh, they, yeah, the, it was definitely a home improvement house. Um, I can't say that it was like, I mean, I've liked animation for so long that like I would watch Ren and Stimpy, mm-hmm, but sure. home improvement was like, oh yeah, okay. It's, it's that show with that dude. Yeah, um, you were sort of like, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I can't. I did not peg Apodaca as a, a Tim Allen super fan. I'm not. A, I, I think I'm more of a uh, Richard Carn super fan. I love him, uh, but Carn's good. The, the, the Home Improvement is good. <laughs> it's a it's a very watchable sitcom, <laughs> and I I certainly watched my share as a kid. I certainly thought Tim Allen was funny. And uh, and, you know, like the like the ooh, liked all the grunts. I thought the grunts were funny. Oh, yeah. I forgot about. ooh. Yeah, it's in, great. He in his gets some different angles in his stand up special, which I guess was, I don't know, on cable or something. They had a video cassette. Tim Allen describes blowing another man <laughs> like he has some filthy stand up. Yeah. Yeah. He talks about like how like if he was like, who would be better? I think the pun one of the punchlines of the joke is who better to suck a guy's dick than another guy and uh-huh. it's and then the audience like at the time this pretty you know run of the mill middle of the road audience would like holler and laugh and they they think it was so funny and now you know he's uh he's he's pretty arch conservative like he's a pretty like he support like he yeah. endorsed yeah. Donald Trump uh, and, uh, yeah, he's, so he, so he'd never make a homophobic joke these days no, is what no, you're saying. No, yeah. He would no. never do it. Uh, Off the table. I saw him do stand up. Um, not, no way. Super not, fan. not as a fan. <laughs> I didn't go. I used to work at the, I used to work at the improv. I worked at a comedy club. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And oh. so, um, he came in and did like a weekend and I was like kind of excited cause I was like, uh, oh, I've never seen him do stand up before. And I didn't know really about him. <laughs> Like, I mean, I knew about him. I knew that he was, he's a, you know, he's a filthy rat and, um, oh yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a snitch. Um, and that he's in these, these things that I liked, but he, one of his first bits was about how he hates children. And that like, really like hurt my feelings as somebody who knows him from my childhood. And so I was like, <laughs> oh no, I hate this guy. Um, and it was, it was, uh, it was disappointing. And then when I found out everything else about him, that sucks. I was like, oh yeah, well. He sucks. I, yeah. <laughs> I know you guys just tossed out that he's a rat, right? Yeah. And what you yes. were referencing is that in 1978, he was arrested with almost a pound and a half of cocaine on him. Yeah. Uh, he pleaded guilty to fe- felony drug trafficking charges, and he provided the names of other. He was an informant in exchange for a reduced sentence because he was looking at like life imprisonment because a pound and a half of cocaine is a significant amount of cocaine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but who did. Do I didn't do enough research to know, did those other dealers go away for life? Like, are there people in jail who are like, that fucking dude dressed as Santa Claus in the movie is the guy who put me away for life yeah. in prison? I have to think so, because, and that that was always, the thing for me was, how is he still alive? Like, how mm. do you rat on so many people in the drug trade and then become a celebrity 
and not have a bounty on your head. Yeah. Like, maybe. like I think they, I think that alone makes me think that, 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 you know, these people are just locked away for good. Yeah. They must've just, maybe it was a, you know, a big enough operation, but small enough that they literally arrested every single one of them. And they're just all in prison for life. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, or yeah. Or they just were like, you know what? He's pretty funny. We'll give him a pass. That's uh that's wild. That is one really of those strange. wild fucking crazy things. That wild he, hogs yeah. is what it is. Oh boy. <laughs> Man, tip of your tongue up a die. Like you don't it's not just that you know the dude's work, it's that you you know his the full body of his work. Yeah. Uh you know. I, I I don't know. I there's he it, that's how much he was like a part of the like like popular culture. I feel like he's like right. I don't know. He's like not now, of course, but he was he was like like as famous as you can be. Like nobody is as famous as he was. Yeah, huge huge celeb yeah. in the nineties. Yeah, and he's, he is he is the star of a movie with what might be the most disturbing video cassette cover, which is the shaggy dog, which is oh, a photo yeah. of a dog with human eyes. <laughs> very, very unsettling. <laughs> well, if you're a fan of Tim Allen and home improvements, you will no doubt be, as Matt is, you will no doubt be extremely confused by home Intru- improvement power tool pursuit, which is mostly a platformer uh, where Tim Allen traverses all of time in search of his tools. <laughs> on a I can't special quite figure out what's going on. The show Tool Time, Tim Allen, Tim the Tool Man Taylor, prepares to unveil the new Binford Ultra Power Tool line named after him, the Binford Taylor Turbo Power Tool line. He goes to retrieve the tools only to discover they're missing, and a note has been left in their place demanding Tim to go to the sets on the lot where he is currently working and investigate where those tools might be. So he goes to like a dinosaur movie that's being uh, filmed and is running around on the dinosaur set where they've apparently released real dinosaurs into the set uh, in order to attack uh, anybody who might come to the set. Guys, before we dig into this game, I want to know if either of you happen to look at the instruction manual. I know where this is going. I did look for the instruction manual. Well, if if you looked for the instruction manual, like maybe kids of, of the 90s might have done, you would discover that you open it up and it's a single page and it just says, real men don't need instructions, mm-hmm. like a sticker slapped on the inside <laughs> of the instruction booklet. I don't know where the human masculine fragility syndrome came from, but I would guess that it was this instruction booklet ruined a generation of men. <laughs> <laughs> it did really hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Writing real men don't need instructions on a signboard and carrying it into the Capitol. <laughs> Just leave this right here for you, Ms. Pelosi. <laughs> um, it's a, yeah, it, it, it I guess I mean there was a time when when the way you would learn how to play a game was through the manual, which it feels like a thousand years ago, but it really was twenty to thirty years ago, where before tutorials were omnipresent and before there was YouTube as a reference for how to actually play things. Hmm. It was you'd, you'd like that's that's how you'd learn like what the buttons did. 
Yeah, you got to know what those buttons do if you're going to play the game. That's like kind of like the main thing. You, mm-hmm. you, that's like the main thing you have to know. And back then there were so few buttons that you could sort of like confuse them more, I think. This, I, I, I can, can I, can, how do we, it's been a while since we've played an intentionally shitty game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't remember why we did this to ourselves, but I was so bummed out playing this fucking thing. It's so, it's it's, it's a drag. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit tricky to control. Also, like if the if the whole hook of his show is that he makes these insane power tools, like he puts a Chevy engine on a power drill. Yeah. Uh, like there's an opportunity to make a game with the coolest weapons of all time, and instead your default weapon is like a nail gun that doesn't even shoot where you intend it to shoot like it wobbles yes <laughs> like sort of by default it like shoots up and straight and down constantly but not like a spread gun in contra just like all over the place you ha- you have an array of tools but they're just conventional tools you know you get a chainsaw chainsaw is kind of cool but it, it would be nice if yeah if there was maybe just like a super mode where you got some souped up or, or just like a more power you know and you just get some sort of souped up version of the tool that you have or some mega tool uh, it's, 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 boy, it's, it's so strange. I mean, the, the, the flimsy setup for how they're getting there is that I guess it's some sort of heist or some sort of hostage situation where all these tools have been, there are notes that are left, ransom notes that have been left with the toolbox that all these missing components are in different, you know, eras. And, and that goes to the different sets as, as Heather mentions, Heather detailed, but all this is framed on the set of the TV show, which is where, I'm sorry, that's the set of the TV show within the TV show, Tool yes. Time, not the yes. show Home Improvement. The set Tool Time within Home Improvement, his fictional uh, Home Improvement show within the show Home Improvement that's called Tool Time. And it's uh, it's Tim Allen and Richard Karn's character, Al, and then his kids are sitting there. And each time they go, they you go to this home base basically every time uh, between each of these these four. I think it's just four big air, big levels with sub levels, right? It's just yeah. it's uh with stages. It's it's, it's like the it's the dino stage, spooky temple, Ta- oh yeah, Egypt, haunted and, house, and lasers and space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and yeah, it's a very loose adaptation of of, of the show. <laughs> I would say. Um, cause if it was a straight adaptation of the regular show, this like the power tool stuff I feel like is in it. And it's like, he's mm-hmm. that kind of stuff he's doing all the time. But the real show is like family lessons doesn't really yes. lend itself to like, uh, a, a TV show. It's, you know, no, it's getting picked on. This would have to be like a, a telltale game or something yes. where you're just like helping, you know, uh, who's the fucking, who's the little kid? I don't even remember. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was a middle kid. Mm. Brad was the was the Brad older was kid. the oldest. The youngest one eventually becomes a goth. That's yeah. all. That's what I remember. Yeah, and they're like Karen worried Noah that Smith he's going to kill maybe his name. What? Wait, yeah. in real life or in the show? It, in the of, show. What? But sort of in real life too. I feel like they he got a little because I think he emancipated himself young from his parents. Why do I know wow. so much about this? I because you're, you're a super, super fan. fan. I wish I knew something. Mark else. was the youngest kid. Mark. Mark. Yeah. You Mark. like you like two things. Pokemon and yeah. Tim Allen. Yeah, I guess that's right. And Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, oh, I, you know what? Three things. My friendship with Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is over. Tim Allen is my new guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hail Tim. 
Huh. It's a, I mean, this is, this is what would happen if the Kingdom Hearts team adapted home improvement into a video game. <laughs> yes. Know, Lord, this baffling. Yes. Hmm. I, I, uh, so the weapons, I, they're not that good, but I think they're interesting. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I was like, if you're gonna, there is the point of like, yeah, they should probably be a little more souped up. Sure, but I was like, I don't mind like a flamethrower. That's like, it's funny that yeah. you're controlling a normal man. Like, that's the funniest thing about this game to me is that like this man is a father. Yeah. And he's fighting <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> they really just needed to make it Tim's nightmare. They really just need to make it. He had like, you know, he had yeah. ribs or he had he had some spicy wings and then he went to bed and he had <laughs> he had a weird dream where he yeah. had to retrieve all his tools. Some sort of narrative justification. Yeah. Because the, the movie set thing is too flimsy. I think it should have been a uh, – I think it should have been something where he was building a tool – like a, a weapon. So like Mega Man style, you go through mm-hmm. a level, you get a part, you add it to your fucking like power drill, power drill, chainsaw, nail gun, table saw, chainsaw gun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah live wire flamethrower. Mm-hmm. And so the game gets progressively easier. Like the longer you play it, the more insanely destructive you are so that it's just like full screen explosions and like yes. him just also uh-huh. how could he. Yeah, how could he not be doing the fucking grunt? Like, why wasn't the jump sound? <clears throat> the jump sound is bad in this too. I can't. It's 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 it doesn't sound good. Yeah. Uh, it could have easily been. <clears throat> I can't believe we did this every fucking week for a while, guys. Yeah, like, it feels bad to do it after uh, several weeks of not. There's a reason we changed formats. This yeah. game sucked. It sucked. It's too hard, but not hard like in a fun way. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, this is challenging. It's more like, what the fuck? Where am I supposed to go and why yeah. should I care? And it's not cuphead. It, it's no, it's not cuphead. It's not an <laughs> engaging. Ugh. It's ugh. yuck. There, there are a couple of things I did like. Oh, uh, really? one is that Tim Tim does a flex animation, which is funny, and yeah. which is I, and I actually think the 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 art is not bad in this game for for a Super Nintendo game. I think yeah. it looks decent, but the but also there's a remix of the theme song that's used as a loop in the cutscenes that's got a lot of bass and a little a little stank on it, and I really like I I did like hearing this. Can we play a little bit of this, Matt? Oh yeah. this one of the eight weirdest Super Nintendo games ever made in 2016. (laughs) Also on the list is Bill Ambeer's Combat Basketball, a a get-played classic, Boogerman, Uniracers, Mohawk and Headphone Jack, Rex Ronan, Experimental Surgeon. You want to know more about Mohawk and Headphone Jack? Yeah. 
Clearly frustrated that Sega was dominating the wacky pop music buddy adventure genre with its much-loved Toe Jam and Earl series, Nintendo struck back with this bizarre scrolling platformer. Notable for its nausea-inducing omnidirectional scrolling and blatantly naked lead character, Mohawk and Headphone Jack required you to navigate a series of spinning levels collecting as many CDs as you could before you vomited on the console in your own hands. (laughs) Uh, Rex Ronan, Experimental Surgeon, Jim Power, The Lost Dimension, Home Improvement, Power Tool Pursuit, and Super 3D Noah's Ark are the games that made Rolling Stone's top eight weirdest Super Nintendo games of all time. Uniracers is pretty pretty playable. Remember that being fun. But yeah, you are just a unicycle in those games. Yeah. Uh, Any other thoughts on... on (laughs) Home Im- I mean, it's it's just a fucking strange experience. I, I for me, the the I was introduced to this game years ago when someone just sent me a clip of, hey, here's the final boss of the home improvement clip ho- of the home improvement Super Nintendo game with no other context. And I watched it and it's just him in the space level. And it's Tim, you know, with a with a flamethrower and a chainsaw fighting a mech. <laughs> like, it's just like, what the f- and then, and then, what the fuck is going on here? And you could play through the whole game. And the and the answer is, you don't really know. You, you're yeah. never really given clarity on how you end up at that point. It's not really justified. And then you just get a cut scene of how he's happy with his kids at the end. It's very it's very clear that it's just a craven um, like cash grab. They're like, OK. Number one book, number one TV show, number one movie. We got to get into games and just put Tim Allen's face on it. And I wonder I wonder how much it sold. I would assume it probably sold well, but I, I, I you know, I guess we could be wrong. 18.6 million copies. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I know, I'm not oh. serious. <laughs> it's really hard to find sales figures of games from that era. They, yeah. they weren't, you know, largely weren't public. They so. weren't keeping track. Yeah. They all ended you know up in what? a landfill. We I imagine it did okay. Yeah. Back when we used to do the segment, uh, maybe we were wrong, we would have reviews that disagreed with us. I have a review that agrees with me, and I'd like to read it. <laughs> <laughs> From Amazon, uh, Joseph Sinati, Sinati uh, writes, This game needs the improvement. Written in 2009, when I purchased this game years ago, I tried it out, but the game itself made pretty much no sense, and it strayed from the plot of the actual show. It was more boring than E.T. for the Atari, but still took me a few tries before I tried to see the instruction manual to see to get how to play the game. And guess what? It said real men don't need instruction manual. I was thinking, what the heck? It's a freaking kid's game. That's when I sold the game at the garage sale for a buck. Trust me, before buying this game online, I consider watching review videos on YouTube or check the Wikipedia. The guys who say it's a great game for kids are liars. It has 10% to do with the real sitcom home improvement. And like I said on the title, this game needs the improvement. I bought the game at Toys R Us in 1995. Take it from me. This game is plain boring. Do not buy this. Oh, my God. So this wow. person does want the straight adaptation of the show where, like, yes. he, Tim, like, consults Wilson on his, like, marital problem uh, and, like, then, or, you know, gets a little piece of wisdom from one of his sons. It is kind of amazing that the 
that that the only characters I think that are present, I mean, not amazing, that's overstating it, but, you know, it's it's it really is just Al and his three boys. I don't think Jill or, uh, you well, know, the, the, the you tool the time. In, you don't need the woman in the, no. in the game. Yeah. You don't need it. It's you actually lighter that they're not there. <laughs> uh, the tool time, uh, ne- neither the tool time girls, Heidi, or I can't remember Pam Anderson's character's name was, were, were present. I don't think Wilson certainly isn't present. That's a big omission. No, you think he, you think he'd pop up to, to offer you a bonus or something. Maybe, or maybe he was there and we just didn't recognize him because we could see his full face. Hmm. We're like, who is this choice. man we've never seen before? <sighs> God, this fucking game sucked. <laughs> uh, that was a drag, yeah. Well, hey, that was Game Slop. And it's time for another edition of a recurring video game quiz segment, You Don't Know Jack Off. Uh-oh. All right. I'm not prepped. I'm not That's prepped. That's okay. That's okay. You guys okay. don't need to be prepped. I'll, I'll give right. you the context right now. So this is a very, very confusing adaptation that really should not exist. And there's a lot of those. So I'm going to name a TV show. You tell me whether or not there was a video game adaptation release for a console or a handheld. Okay. I'm not counting fan, fan games, not counting like, 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 like a Frasier Flash game. I'm not counting uh, DVD Seen It, Seinfeld or whatever. I'm not con- counting mobile games because there's a ton of those. This is just like, did this come out for a console or a handheld? And uh, you can buzz in with a Tim Allen grunt and say either game on if there was a game or game over if you think there wasn't a game. So game so, on, yes. Game over, no. And so a Tim grunt, Allen buzz. We grunt. Yeah. And then it's game on or game over. Got it. That's right. That's right. You're, the, the grunt is just your buzz. Okay. okay. All right. So I'll name the TV show. You tell me game on or game over. First up, 24. Uh, <laughs> I heard Heather. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay? I just actually I just want to call on Heather and ask yeah. if she's all right. She impaled herself to make the punt. <laughs> yes, there were a game game on. Game on. You are correct. 24 the game came out for PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. Next up. I played that game. Did you really? I played it. I rented it from Hollywood Video. How I don't was think I it? finished it. Um yeah. It was probably a little too above my, over my head. Uh, There's just, you know, I was probably too young to be playing it, but it was, I remember being like, I've seen 24. I think that probably came out after the one season of 24 I watched. Mm. Mm. And I was like, I'll play this. Mm. Uh, Next up. The Shield. (laughs) Heather. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Heather? (laughs) (laughs) Game over. No, I'm sorry. There is a Shield game. Wow. The Shield of the game was released for PlayStation 2 and PC. Michael Chiklis so, reprising his role? I don't know if he actually did the voice or not. I would assume so. I would assume. Uh, by by that era, they, had, they usually had the budget to get the TV actors. All right, next up. Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Game over. Matt, you are correct. There was not a Bones game released for console or handheld. Would be a good missed opportunity, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I feel, I feel like that's not true. I couldn't find I, one. 
I'm, if you can contradict me, if you, uh, I'll, I'll, get, I'll seed the point. But, but I could no. not find one. Look up Here, other games. Let me games. share my screen. Let me share my screen right now because I, I've, I've certainly played Bones. Okay, here uh, we go. Here we go. Share the screen There's, and top one. Be. Share. There it is, right there, guys. Mr. Bones. Okay, this is yeah, this Sega Saturn game, Mr. Bones. This is a different Mr. intellectual Bones. property. <laughs> I could see your confusion because it has bones in it. It has a skeleton playing the guitar. Yeah, and uh, but. You're the only person that played this. <laughs> yeah, this does not have Emily Deschanel or David Boreanaz. Yeah. Do you know which one is Bones? I always Mr. assumed it was Boreanaz. His name is Mr. Bones. <laughs> Mr. Okay, Mr. Again, Mr. Bones in your in the game you're talking about, the Saturn game that I'm learning about for the first time <laughs> that you played. She's Bones. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bones, She's is, a Bones. Multi, yeah. is a multi-genre video game conceptualized by E. Ettore Annunziata, developed by Zono and published by Sega. <laughs> we would definitely be playing Mr. Bones at some point if we continued the old premise. <laughs> hey, maybe it'll be on GameSlop. Yeah, maybe we should maybe we should bring it back. Oh yeah. Wait, can I read another thing? Yeah. <laughs> One of Mr. Bones' most distinctive qualities is having very few levels which share the same style of gameplay. <laughs> uh. With only a few exceptions, every level looks and feels different from the last. Oh my god. <laughs> that sounds awesome, actually. Yeah. All right, that's it. Okay, yeah. next uh, next question here. Was there a game or was there not for the TV show Deal or No Deal? <laughs> Matt. Absolutely there was. Yes. Game On is your answer. Game On. Game On. You are correct. This was There was a multi-platform release. And the Nintendo DS version of Deal or No Deal was famously broken. Uh, the winning case wouldn't randomize if you powered the game off. So it was always the same case. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> So you play through it once, and then you were you were done. <laughs> like, uh, oh yeah, I'll take that deal, Howie. <laughs> uh, all right, next up, another game show, American Idol. <laughs> Matt, yes, yes, there was an American oh, yeah, Idol uh, rhythm game. What is it called? Game on, game on, G- game on. I'll give it to you. There was an American Idol rhythm game for PlayStation Two, PC, and Game Boy Advance. All right, next up, Pimp My Ride. Oh. <laughs> Ugh. I heard I heard Heather. Game over. Heather, no, there is a Pimp My Ride game. Wow. It was released for Xbox 360, PlayStation 2, PSP, and Wii. Is I it just like a car games. design game? Oh, it's racing. You like That's put, a racing game, yeah. You put like a you hot tub your, in the car. You pimp your ride, and then you can ride your ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, a couple more here. Mm. Teen Mom. Oh, <laughs> Matt. Game over. There's no way. Yeah, there's no Teen Mom game. <laughs> I wish there was. Yeah. Would have been fun. I mean, there probably is like a Flash game or something. Uh, Next up, Deadliest Catch. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, game on. You are correct. Deadliest Catch Sea of Chaos was released for PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and Wii. Sea of Chaos? Sea of Chaos. <laughs> Sounds like a JRPG subtitle. Yeah, yes. Uh, all right, next up, Pawn Stars. 
Matt. <laughs> game on. No, I'm sorry. Really? There was not a Pawn Stars game released for console or handheld. Yeah, I guess what would that be? Stupid idiot. Yeah. What are you thinking? Maybe, there might have been. I mean, there, there's probably a mobile game, but I, I kind of, uh, I, I honestly expected this one to have one because it was a big enough franchise, but I yeah. guess not. All right. Finally, The Sopranos. Ah, 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 ah. Matt. Game on, baby. Matt is going to take it. Matt yes. is going to win this edition of You Don't Know Jack Off. Yes, The Sopranos Road to Respect was released for PlayStation 2, an exclusive, a system seller, if you will, uh, with an additional design credit by Nick Weiger. So there you go. Did you... Um, this has all been like just one long lead up to a plug, and I can't fucking <laughs> believe it. Yeah. Check it out. Sopranos Road to Respect. You know, PlayStation emulation has gotten better and better, and apparently backwards compatibility is going to be built into the PlayStation 5 in a future update. So, uh, yeah, grab a disc copy. Why not? Do you know if um, they're working on the Many Saints of Newark DLC? <laughs> the, I'm kind of working on that. Oh, you're my own on, project. Oh, you're working yeah. on it on spec. I'm doing that on my own. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm half working on that and half working on a, a Rivet VR girlfriend uh, <laughs> game. So, well, I know which one's gonna be finished first. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, hey, that was our segment, and that's this week's Get Played. Follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. Our music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. I do want to say, since we're going to be doing fewer of these game slops, maybe a once every month, once every other month, if there is a game where you, you think we should cover it and you think it'd warrant our attention, uh, feel free to let us know on our social media. And also, a quick reminder, we're beginning a much-requested long play feature, which will be the last Monday of every month. So, as Heather alluded to earlier, on Monday, February 28th, we will be discussing Disco Elysium at length. So if you want to if you want to play along with us, uh, check out Disco Elysium. And there we go. I guess, guys, it sounds like you got played. <laughs> <laughs> Nick was drinking water. Caught, her, caught him by surprise. <laughs> Nick's still kind of choking on it. Over literal, there. literal spit take. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.